Robert Graham, branderapp.com, and I'm on the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. The App Guy Podcast. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Yeah, welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. Um, we're really thrilled on this show to get some of the world's best app developers, founders of uh, app companies, and uh, today is no exception. I'm going to dive straight into the episode because we've got a guest who is uh, just doing really great things. Uh, his name is Robert Graham, and he is the co-founder of Branda App. So I really want you to go and check out brandaapp.com and uh, just uh, go and uh, visit the website, download the app. Uh, you'll find um, all about uh, what Graham's up to. But Greg Graham, wonderful uh, that you could join us on the App Guy podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Could you tell us a bit about the Brand App and uh, how you, uh, you know, came up with it, and and perhaps a little bit about your journey to get to where you have? Sure. So I've been in advertising for around eight years. Um, I was originally one of the owners of a company called Aero Advertising. And uh, what Aero Advertising was, was an um, outdoor sign spinning company. Um, we really revolutionized sign spinning um, outdoors. So basically what we did is we hired young youth um, you know, in different states, um, and we taught them how to um, really interact with people driving by and present ads um, for clients such as Lazy Boy Verizon, um, McDonald's, etc., and um, we grew that company, you know, from one state to 28 states in the United States and more than eight countries globally now. Um, so that's kind of a little background on where I started. I ended up selling my equity stake in that company three years ago. And uh, I've always had a passion for startups and, um, you know, early stage companies and people with great ideas uh, that just, you know, had a great idea, had a really cool product, had a really great app, but they didn't really know what to do after designing or, you know, launching their products. So we came up with um, the concept of a brander. And initially what we wanted to do was, was help out early stage companies, entrepreneurs, um, startups coming off of platforms like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, um, coming out of accelerator programs in the, you know, the LA, the San Francisco areas, and just help them get exposure for what it is that they were doing. So um, we started to develop the brander app. And, um, what the Brander app is, is a, uh, it's a mobile app. It's, it's utilized by our influencer network. And when I say influencer network, I'm not just talking about, you know, A-list celebrities or these top, top people on, on social media. I'm talking about everybody, anybody that has a following on social media. Generally, generally we like to, um, you know, have people on our platform with 2,000 followers or more. Um, but really, we just want people that push good content and have high engagement on what it is that they talk about on social media. You know, that sounds really interesting. So I'd, I'd love to dig into that a lot more. We actually have a, um, a guest coming up on the show uh, soon um, who has founded um, an, uh, an incubator type uh, program. Did you go through the incubator? I did, yes. I went through a, an accelerator in Los Angeles. Uh, talk through that because I know that there's indie app developers now who'd love to get on one of those programs. How did you get involved in in being, did you have to go through a, a selection process? How did you get through that? 
Yeah, so I went through um, an accelerator in Los Angeles or an incubator. Um, uh, our founders, um, not our founders, I'm sorry, our mentors were um, Howard Marks and Paul Kessler. Howard Marks was the, um, one of the co-founders of Activision, uh, which is the largest gaming company in the world. And, you know, basically how that worked is I walked in with my co-founders, um, my, my technical co-founder and then another co-founder of mine that um, came up with the initial idea. And we just pitched them on the idea. You know, we had a strong team. Um, you know, I'd, I'd been in advertising and had started and exited a company. My technical co-founder had um, started a company called Hipster, which sold to AOL two years ago. Um, and then our, you know, our third co-founder um, was heavily involved in the entertainment industry, um, and you know worked with some of the top talent, you know, top celebrities in the world. So we sat down and we, you know, we told them our idea, and they they liked our team and they liked the idea, and they decided to fund us. So what sort of support apart from funding did they give you in addition to um, obviously a cash injection? And do they support you in terms of the office space and uh, technical support? And perhaps you could talk through through that. Yeah, absolutely. So when we went through the accelerator program, they they gave us obviously um, cash, but they also provided us with free office space in Los Angeles. And uh, initially, our office was amazing. It was huge. Um, <laughs> I mean, there was a ton of different companies working out of it. Um, you know, everybody was really cool, friendly. Uh, every you know, all of us got along really well. We all helped each other out. Um, so it was a really cool environment. I mean, we had a ping pong table and uh, you know a kitchen and huge bean bags. So we just kind of lounged around, lounged around and worked and played ping pong all day. And then we ended up moving over to a, a, a shared workspace in Santa Monica, which is, uh, you know, I think just as cool, if not cooler. There's 150 companies in here, um, you know, companies like Uber and, uh, you know, some of the bigger boys in town have satellite offices over here. And we all just, you know, work together um, out of this office now. But yeah, the accelerator program provided us cash, free office space, but they also provide value in you know their connections and you know their mentors and people that they know and people that they've worked with. Um, they make really strong introductions for you and you know help you out as much as humanly possible to uh, you know to to get you you know to where you want to be and make you extremely successful. And so, do you think that you? you you perhaps wouldn't be where you are now unless you'd gone through that accelerator program and that gave you the foundation to, to really, I guess, accelerate your, um, you know, your venture. I think the accelerator program definitely helped. And, you know, like, like it says, you know, they're, they're an accelerator program. So they, they definitely made a lot of great intros. Um, they obviously gave us money and, um, you know, helped us progress a lot faster than I think we would have without them. I mean, I, I haven't been through an accelerator program. I know that the, the audience, you know, I just love the idea of these. And um, are you, for example, I mean, are you allowed to spend the, the cash on paying yourself a wage? Or is that, you know, like, are there lots of, um, you know, agreements that you, you can only spend the investment on uh, certain things? I mean, is there restrictions on, on, you know, the actual funding that you get? No. So once you go through the program and once they decide to fund you, you can spend those funds on whatever you like. I mean, obviously, um, there's different situations where, you know, some people need to pay themselves or pay their rent or, you know, pay bills or whatever it is that they need to pay. And then there's other situations where, you know, guys are a little bit more stable and they, they just use that money strictly on their tech development or, um, you know, hiring a salesperson or bringing on, you know, 
um, somebody of interest that is going to benefit them um, and their company. So we've gone through um, your uh, accelerator program and you've, you've got this uh, awesome idea and uh, you've developed the app. And uh, what was it like going through the launch? I know we've spoken to a number of different founders now and they've uh, had different ideas on the actual launch of the app. Some some co-founders, uh, for example, the co-founder of Square One Mail recently, they just released the uh, app onto the app store without much of a, a sing song or a launch. And do you uh, tell us how you actually went about launching uh, the, the uh, app? So we're still in beta. Um, we actually, we launched our app, but we didn't make it public. Um, we didn't really, you know, make people aware that the brand app was, you know, out and available. We were really just focusing on curating very, very targeted influencers to download our app and then push out content to them, um, you know, with our, with our um, brand partners that made sense. Um, we have a, a, a pretty large influencer network at this point, um, but it's it's kind of it's kind of wild because the network's growing organically. I mean, it's growing because people are finding out about us through their friends that have um, you know been presented with an offer through our app um, and or um, you know just have found us online. I don't know how people are really finding us because we're really just working specific individuals on a, a very curated level that, um, you know, we have reached out to directly and, um, you know, we're growing organically slowly but surely. But um, once our version two app um, is, is released, which, you know, should be done within the next few months, we're going to do a strong media push and, um, and really get a lot of people signed on and, uh, you know, really, really, you know, let everyone know that, you know, Brander's out and, um, you know, feel free to download it and we'll, we'd love to send you some some very targeted offers. You know, that's a really good lesson to all of us indie app developers uh, listening that sometimes it's best to focus on just the, uh, you know, really s- specific targeted group of people as betas and, uh, you know, really, uh, I guess, make it uh, just such an awesome app for an, an experience for them and and then uh, the, the the whole viral effect takes place because, you know, if you're building it for this group of people who are going to shout from the rooftops about the app, then uh, the, eventually the, the app is going to go viral and, uh, and and go grow organically. So that's really good advice. Um, what type of uh, people are you uh, attracting to uh, the app? What, what, you know, who are you looking for um, to generally to, to actually download the app? So, I mean, we're attracting people from all walks of life, really. Um, like I said, we're, we're not focused on any specific group of people, um, any specific size. Um, really, we're just looking for people that, that talk about interesting things, that push out great content. Um, and, you know, that would make sense for a, a brand to, to target. And the way our system works is we're not doing one-off campaigns with, you know, people here and there. We're doing... We're doing campaigns at scale. So if you have 3,000, 5,000, 10,000 followers and you talk about sports and, you know, we set up a campaign with Nike, we want to be able to go in and push that campaign out to 15,000 influencers that have 5,000 people following them, you know, on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever it is with high engagement rates and, you know, a, a, a strong following. And, and the way our technology works is we're able to release that messaging at specific times. So we can push that campaign out to 15,000 people, and then we can release that messaging, you know, over a specific period of time, whether it's over the, the course of the next month or, you know, two weeks or six months or whatever it might be. 
really creating a strong conversation um, and, and, and awareness around your brand on social. And then our engagement rates are through the roof. You know, even if people have a, a smaller following, but, you know, the people are really engaged with what it is they're talking about, they're, they're more likely to click on what you're promoting or take interest in what you're promoting rather than having, you know, a, a celebrity post a one-off campaign where everybody knows it's an ad and it's, you know, it doesn't really come off, you know, as as organic, as natural as, as what it is that we're doing. This is just so interesting, isn't it? I'm sure that you're getting a lot of interest um, in, in terms of the whole uh, approach here to marketing. And uh, is it primarily Twitter that uh, you, you tend to focus on or, um, you know, is that? No, actually, we, we focus on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. But um, surprisingly, you know, to, to a lot of people, Instagram is very, very strong for us. Um, we're able to push out pictures and video clips. So we push out 15-second video clips highlighting apps, highlighting products, highlighting movies, TV shows, whatever it might be that are coming out. And the 15-second video clips, in essence, act like a, you know, a 15-second commercial. And um, you know, the people that we have in our network and that we're able to reach out to you know, range from 5,000 followers to, you know, 5 million followers. And if I, if I named them, you know, the people with one, two, three million followers on Instagram, you know, the majority of, of, of folks wouldn't, wouldn't recognize their names, but, you know, they have a, a massive following on Instagram because, you know, they post creative videos on YouTube or, um, or Vine and, you know, it, it spills over onto their Instagram feed. And, uh, you know, people are really, really engaged with what it is that they're posting and, and um, the engagement and and the the action taken when they post is phenomenal. And so then you uh, pay those influencers um, through money that's uh, come to you from the brands who want to advertise with these people. Do do, do uh, the you know the ultimate the end the end user? Do they know it's a paid ad or is that uh, is it more is it more, look more like an organic kind of uh, discussion or chat? Yeah, so we, we really try to make it as organic as possible. Um, we have a Your Choice, Your Voice um, platform. So basically when you receive an offer, we allow you to customize the content into your voice. So if you're funny, you're sarcastic, whatever it is that you are, we want it to come across as, you know, as a natural post. Um, you know, we don't want you to say, click here for 20% off. We want you to say something that you would normally say on your social media feed and then include the brand that we're talking about. Um, so. All of our all of our campaigns and all of our offers come across very very naturally, and the way our, our our technology works is we have an algorithm built into our system that prices out individuals based on a number of different things on social media: their engagement rates, their their true follower counts, um, the amount of times they post. Uh, you know, there's a ton of different stuff that goes into it, and um, we're able to you know assign them a value of what we think they're worth. Each post and it's used up and it's used down depending on how effective they were in the campaign and um, and that's how you know that's how we're able to pay our influencers at scale we also do product offers uh -huh. where we offer off we offer a product in exchange for the promotion so like i said if nike is doing a shoe release and there's you know 500 influencers that are very very targeted in their in their demographic um we will we will work out deals with them to receive those products, to post pictures with, with um, you know, those shoes on inside of their feeds, um, talk about the product inside of their feeds, et cetera. 
Well, Robert, it's just a, an absolutely wonderful idea, and I can and I can see why um, you know the, there was a excitement right from the start. Just the idea, uh, the natural way of uh, marketing. So I know that uh, we're up against a little bit of a time constraint because um, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. So before we say goodbye, uh, is there anything you'd like to say to the audience of indie app developers and, and um, entrepreneurs who? Uh, you know, uh, looking and seeking for, you know, ideas and, uh, and to really start something by themselves. What advice could you give us all, uh, you know, to really um, accelerate uh, our, our projects? I would just say, see it through. I mean, we, you know, there's a lot of people that come up with great ideas. And, you know, obviously you hear it all the time where something comes out and, you know, 500 people are, are like, oh, I had that idea. I had that idea. It could have been great. It could have been great. If you have a good idea and you have the, you know, the capabilities of, of building out that idea or, you know, even finding a team to help you build out that, that, that idea, I would really recommend pursuing it. And don't get frustrated if you hit bumps in the road. I mean, it's peaks and valleys. You're going you're gonna to hit, you know, a, a lot of different obstacles. But I think the people that really make it are the people that see it through to the end and, um, and really focus and are determined on, on building out um, what it is that they've envisioned. And it's, it's okay to pivot. I mean, if you have an idea and that idea isn't necessarily working, you know, but there are parts of it that are working, you can, you can pivot and, you know, add some additional features or add, you know, whatever it is that's working and expand on that. And I, I think, you know, just over the course of time, if you keep, if you keep pursuing it and you keep figuring out new ways um, on, on how to make it work, I think that, you know, you'll be successful in the long run. Well, Robert, uh, you've inspired me and no doubt inspired the entire audience here, uh, uh, just listening to your story. And uh, it's just a phenomenal, and I, I can almost see that, uh, you know, this is the type of um, app and the type of approach to uh, marketing that, as you say, the big names like the Nikes are just going to love and uh, it's really going to take off. So um, all the best to you and your, um, you know, your uh, venture here and we would love to get you back on when the app is uh, you know out from beta and you've had some uh, some time to really uh, you know stabilize the whole <laughs> the growth um, but yeah you're very welcome to come on the app guy again and uh, and speak about this uh, this wonderful uh, app that you've got going on so thanks for coming okay yeah great i appreciate it thanks for having me on and uh Hopefully we'll talk yeah, soon. Yeah, you know, Robert, before we say goodbye, I mean, it's good that people always want to connect and reach out. How best can we uh, connect with you? If you go to uh, branderapp.com, um, there are links on there to reach out to us. Info at branderapp.com. Um, you know, you can email us there and we receive, we receive those emails directly into all of our inboxes. Um, so, I mean, I think that's probably the best way to get in touch with us. Um, we're very responsive and if you have any questions you know we'd love to hear terrific from you. okay well thanks for joining us and uh, all, all the best thanks I appreciate it you too thank you for listening to this podcast stay tuned for the next episode if you want to be a guest on the show or suggest someone then please send an email to info at onemob.com the app guy podcast 